Welcome to Intentional Leadership with Coach Bob Reich, navigating through circumstances. Coach Bob tackles the issues that plague business professionals today with candor and transparency. He provides real answers to real-world issues with his years of experience and practical wisdom. He will inspire you with value and provide you with practical answers to help you navigate through life's great circumstances. And here is Coach Bob. What is the most frustrating thing you experience every day as a professional? Today, we're going to talk about that very thing on intentional leadership, navigating through your circumstances. I'm Bob Risch, and I'm excited to speak with you again today on this very topic. The One of the most frustrating things that people experience in their professional lives each and every day is when somebody does not respect their time. And one of the behaviors that demonstrates a disrespect for a person time, is person's time is their willingness and their intention to be late. There is never a reason to be late. There is never a reason to be late to anything in today's society. Let me give you an example. 30 years ago, I was driving to work and I was headed to a meeting and the traffic stopped on the freeway and I was sitting there for an entire hour. Couldn't do anything about it. Couldn't go anywhere. Couldn't get off the freeway. I was stuck for over an hour. Once the freeway opened up again because of an accident, I finally made it to the office, and they asked me, why were you late? And I said, you wouldn't believe it. There was an accident on the freeway. The freeway shut down, and I couldn't do anything about it. Fortunately, somebody in the room also said, yes, I heard that the freeway was shut down. And they said, okay, thank you so much for showing up, and I was let off the hook. Today, that is not an issue. Why? Because because 30 years ago, I didn't have a phone in the palm of my hand. I didn't have a cell phone. I didn't have those things. I had a pager. And that pager did me no good if there was no phone around. And some of you today who are listening to this are thinking, what is a pager? Go ask somebody 20 years older than you are, and they will definitely let you know what a pager is. Today, because of the access to communication that we have, there is no excuse. It is the willingness and the intention to disrespect someone's time. Today, when freeways shut down, things happen, our schedules changed, you can make a text, you can make a phone call, you can send an email. There are so many ways to communicate. Why don't people communicate is because they choose not to. It's amazing when something is important to that person, they will always be on their phone. When something is not important, they had other things going on. A few years back, CareerBuilder released an article, The Real Reasons Employees Are Late to Work, by Chad Brooks. And in this article, it talked about some interesting facts. It said even though there's a lot of excuses and we have all the excuses of traffic and oversleeping and all the different things that we say, it said that 29% of employees show up late to work at least once a month. 16% of those says it was a weekly incident. Although that traffic and gridlock is the most used excuse for being late, nearly half of those surveyed say traffic is the reason they can't make it to work on time. 32% blame their tardiness on oversleeping, and 26% say it's because of bad weather. The problem is 
being too tired to get out of bed, procrastinating, finding other things that you feel are more important is an excuse that people think is valid. If you're not going to be there on time, make a phone call. I tell people, I tell my clients, I tell everybody that I work with, there is never a reason to be late, ever. 100% of the time, it's your fault and it's unacceptable. However, you don't always have to be on time. Let me explain. If you are not going to be on time, take out a text, take out your phone, and make that call, send that text. Now, the person who you're sending that text to has a choice. They can either say, that's unacceptable, you will be here on time, or there's a consequence, or not a problem, what time can you be here? So you might have to reschedule, or there may be a consequence, or they're going to say, what time can you be here? The moment you say a different time and they accept, you are no longer late. You just change the time. What you did is renegotiate the time. This is why communication is so important because there's no communication or there's no reason not to communicate. It's because somebody does not respect somebody else. One of my favorite apps, and I don't have this on my phone, and one of you may have seen this, but I believe there's an app out there that you can put on your children's phones that if you call them or text them, they cannot use their phone until they respond to your call or your text. I think it's brilliant. However, back to the point at hand. Employees say they have heard crazy excuses. Some of the excuses that they've heard, according to this article, is, the person thought it is still the weekend. You know, they're watching a soccer game. I love this one. They're having to wait for a late pizza delivery. Or one of the best ones ever, they were locked in a closet. Outrageous excuses. And that's exactly what they are. They're excusing their disrespect for not respecting your time. And that is completely unacceptable. Many employers often allow this behavior to happen. And they basically don't do anything about it. However, not all employees are lenient. More than 40% of organizations have fired somebody for being late. Most employees are responsible enough to make it on time. When they do show up, they're there to work. If they are not showing up on time, they need to let the person know that they're not going to be able to be there on time. Close to 70% of employers say that, the, that they typically stay late or days on days that they don't get there to work on time. That's okay. However, a lot of times what happens is you disrespected the time of somebody else in the AM. Their day may have been counting on you being there. It's one thing to make up for it. It's another thing to say it is not important. Be sure to respect other people's times, and it starts with communication. We all have been late to an appointment at least once. Not, now, all of us are thinking, I know somebody who's always late. And I agree. There, although there's never a reason to be late without communicating, we need to understand that the foundation of respect for others is respect for other people's time. When we are intentionally late, the message is, you are not important. What makes it even more dis disrespectful is when someone arrives five minutes late with a Starbucks in their hand. Why is that disrespectful? Because if they didn't go to Starbucks, they would have never been late. 
Now, it's often been said, and I hear this all the time, unless you bring coffee for everybody, and that proves my point. Generally, if you're going to bring coffee for everybody, you're going to call or make a text and say, and you're going to bring coffee. Therefore, you're bringing coffee. You renegotiated the time. My point here, it's about communication, 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 because there is no excuse not to communicate. In the area of mass communication, in the area of mass information, we can make a communication attempt to anybody and everybody. We've got Facebook, somebody is always on. LinkedIn, someone's always on. We've got text, we've got email, we've got phone call. There's so many mediums that we can communicate that there is virtually no excuse. Most people are connected to at least one of these at any given time. When we fail to communicate, we are communicating disrespect because respect is paramount in relationships. I want to talk to you about the keys to allow you to become different than everybody else. The status quo says it's okay. You're going to set yourself above the status quo. Here are the five keys that's going to help you set yourself apart from everybody else and not be that frustration, but be that one person that it's an encouragement through your example. Number one, plan your day the night before. Write down what you need to do the night before. Write down if you have any appointments. Write down if you need to take any errands. Write down if you need to go someplace so you know exactly what you need to do in the morning. If you need to lay out your clothes, if you need somebody to lay out your clothes, be sure that everything is set the night before. Why? Because if you plan your day the night before, whatever happens in the morning is not going to be forgotten. It takes simple planning and simple determination and intent to be able to be that leader that you need to be. That intent is needs to be there because it's really about being an intentional leader. Number two, prioritize your day based on consequences. Think about what you're doing the next day. We have a process that's called doubling your productivity in half the time. It's a course that we teach. It's a workshop that teaches you how to think about time difference, and it'll literally help you do twice as much in half the time. If you're interested in that, reach out to me. I'd love to talk to you about it. When you prioritize your day based on consequences, based on what you have to do tomorrow, what are the consequences if you don't do those that's going to be a detriment not only to you or possibly to the people around you? Be sure that you do what it takes. I love the excuse, sarcastically speaking, well, my alarm didn't go off. We, again, we have phones, we have alarm clocks, set multiple ones, there's, a, there's Alexa, there's all these tools that we have that will wake you up, that will keep you on track, even to the point that you can set your phone on an alarm that goes off every day automatically. Alexa, you can set an alarm that goes off every day automatically. The choice is yours. Are you going to plan your day the night before, and are you going to prioritize your day to make sure it's based on consequences. Traffic is a big deal, and I understand that. Here in Phoenix, Arizona, before 9 o'clock, traffic is really heavy on the freeway. After 2 o'clock, traffic is really heavy on the freeway. So I know that if I have to travel to the other side of town, I either need to make my schedule between 9 and 2, 
or I need to leave earlier and, and understand that it could take me another two hours or another hour to get there. For those of you that are in California, maybe New York and some of these other areas, you understand this. There is no excuse you can accommodate by planning and prioritizing. And number three is preparation, not procrastination. Prepare. Don't wait till the last minute and blame your circumstances for your behavior. If you know what you're going to do the next day, make sure you prepare for it. If it's setting out your clothes, if it's making sure your bag is packed for work or your computer is set or making sure that your car is ready to go, if there's enough gas in your car, whatever it is, make sure you prepare. When you plan, you prioritize, it will automatically make you prepare. Why aren't people planning? Why are people prioritizing? Why aren't people preparing? It's because they are procrastinating. They are choosing to be disrespectful of somebody else's time for their own purposes. And number four is purpose to be on time. We like to call this Lombardi time. It's often said, if your appointment's at 9 o'clock and you show up at 9 o'clock, you're late. You have to show up 15 minutes early. I actually had a manager that did this to me when I first entered the insurance industry. When he'd have a morning meeting at 9 o'clock, he actually locked the door at 8.45, 15 minutes prior. And what his goal was is you had to be there 15 minutes early and you needed to prepare for the meeting. And at 9 o'clock or whatever time the meeting was, if a person wasn't prepared with a pen, with a paper, with the ability to write notes or whatever they were required to have in that meeting, he asked them to leave the room. He understood preparation. He understood prioritization. He understood planning. But he also understood is you need a purpose to be on time. It needs to be a priority because if it's not a priority, you won't do it. There's people that I know that they will stand outside the door of their work, of church, of a party, of a friend's house, and be late on purpose. Why are they doing that? Because they want to be in control. They want to walk in late. They want everybody to see them. And it is one of the most disrespectful, it is one of the most selfish behaviors that you can do. And if you're sitting there disagreeing with this, that's fine. I don't have a problem with this. But I will tell you that the people around you, they deserve your respect. If you're shaking your head yes, it's amazing how you understand how this is a priority. And that's number five is make being on time a priority. You can never be late. You always be on time. If you're, gonna, if you're not going to be able to be there because of traffic, make that phone call. Let them know that there is an accident on the freeway. There is something going on. Or be honest with them. I overslept. I will be there in 10 minutes. I have something going on. Things happen. I understand that. But be honest and be respectful of other people. Today with GPS, you know exactly to the, the moment of arriving at your location. And as you slow down, it'll let you know when you're going to get there. There's no excuse to saying, I didn't know when I was going to get there. Why? Is because the tools that we have around us will help us become more responsible. But it's not the tools that we have that makes us responsible. It's not everything that we have in front of us that makes us responsible. What makes us responsible is your intent to be responsible. Your intent to respect other people's time. Your intent. We have 86,400 seconds per day or minutes per day. And in each individual, or that's right, 86,400 seconds per day. 
When you focus on each moment, make each moment count. It's your time. Don't steal somebody else's time. Make sure your behavior is intentional and become that intentional leader. Thank you very much. Have yourself a great day. Thank you for listening to today's episode on intentional leadership, navigating through your circumstances. It is an honor to spend time with you each and every week. If you would like to reach out to me, you can reach me at 623-628-1996 or coach at bobrish.com. I invite you to follow me on LinkedIn. You can find my profile at linkedin.com forward slash I am forward slash Robert Rish. Also, there are opportunities for sponsorships available. Please reach out for more details. Now, as you are able, I ask you to consider supporting this program financially. As we are constantly improving and growing to a larger audience, we depend on your generosity. Please click the support this podcast button and it'll give you more details. It is an honor to partner with you as we increase our significance. Have a great day and see you next time.